counted at such a weird pace there. Do it again. That was not a weird pace. You're a weird pace. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right. I had some fucked dreams last night. I need to tell you about this, but it can't get it into the podcast. Okay. Or it, it could. It would Let's have to be it. heavily censored, and I don't think uh, <laughs> uh, you know who would be impressed. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's hear it. Okay. And we'll we'll decide later if we're going to leave it in. <laughs> okay. So, last night I had a dream that okay, well, so we have to say if it gets included, I'm, we're censoring all the names, but I'm telling you for the full effect. Okay. So, cool. Last night I had a dream. I had a couple dreams. Uh and in the okay. first one, me and went to a house party. And for whatever reason, you know, dream stuff, I knew we had just agreed that we were okay with messing around with other people just that night. <laughs> and it's off to a good start. Yeah. So like, like right away she goes and finds a, a chick at the party and she's like super cool. It's like, Hey, I found like a third and not only does she want to mess around with me, but like we want to have a threesome and I, I size her up <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like I'm not like super into it. It's like, okay, okay. I mean, I'm happy for you, I suppose. And I'm still, like, not really okay with this. Right. Uh, so I'm hanging around in the party, and I go up to, like, this other area. <laughs> I'm excited for where this is going. So then I, I, I'm, like, in another area in the party, and who should I run into but... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> turns out. So, admittedly, I, I kind of wanted to see this chick's boobs all throughout high school. Um, I, I mean, you know. And so, like, do. she decides that she wants to make out with me. And I'm like, okay. And I'm scared. <laughs> and when uh, she grabs my dick and she's like, we should do this. And I was like, uh, oh. and she's like, oh, come on. You know you have permission. And I'm like, I still want to ask permission. I don't know about this. <laughs> and... Uh, then I woke up and I was not impressed. This was then followed by a second dream. In the second dream, nice. I am at home. She gets my attention. Okay. She's just like, come to the room. And I'm like, okay. She's totally naked. And she's on like a Skype call or FaceTime or whatever with her friend. Okay. And she's just posing on the bed naked. And she's like, I want you to fuck me, Mike. And I was like, oh, there's a, there's a FaceTime open. <laughs> It's like, just like posing on the bed. It's like, fuck me, Mike. <laughs> I don't want to. Not like this. And then I woke up, I woke up and I told about it. She thought it was hilarious. She wasn't mad at all. And I thought she would be. And I was like, I cock blocked myself twice in my sleep. What the fuck is wrong with me? You missed just one antidepressant really loyal, pill. That's all. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, I missed one antidepressant <laughs> pill. I get horny as all get out. <laughs> and like oh yeah i always knew you were loyal like you like you always listen when you're drunk and like i know you always you never have dreams like that like you always like stay loyal i'm like yeah it's fucking great can't even get laid in my dreams fuck me uh that's hilarious Cut i don't this. have i don't have dreams like that <laughs> that's really funny i wonder if anybody's had like a virginal birth and not that like they didn't have sex but somebody had a nocturnal emission next to them. It's like no sex was really <laughs> that, had in a certain sense. That's that's an interesting concept.
I might have to Google it after we're done. Oh, that's gross. You don't want that in your history. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Ergle Burgle, everybody. My name's Mike. I'm one of your co-hosts. Yeah, I'm Tyler. And uh, here we are with the Argle Burgle pod. Uh, today, we were going to do an episode about RPGs because we immediately ran out of ideas. And we, we found we did have a few things we wanted to say about RPGs. So we figured, yeah, that could kill an hour. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So should we start off with a green text just right away? Yeah, let's let's start with a green text. Why not? I'm going to rescind that immediately. How about, uh, this is not just like tabletop RPGs. <laughs> uh, I'm also thinking about no, video it, games and just like... You can't talk RPGs without video games. No, because I think that's most people, how, how they get introduced to it. I, I doubt many people started out with tabletop that aren't like 50 years old. Yeah, Even exactly. then, there's computer RPGs and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Yeah. Zork or whatever is, like, real old. Okay, so yeah. uh, to get us in the mood for some RPG, uh, I figured why not start off with one of the most classic D&D green texts uh, with a story uh, some people refer to as Sir <laughs> Barrington. You ready, boy? All right, let's hear it. I'm ready. Make a bear character in D&D 3.5. DM laughs. Make a bear rogue. Put every point I can into disguise. Prestige class as a spy so I can get even more disguise. DM says I can't speak English, so I max out bluff. By growling and gesturing, I can fake speaking a language I don't actually speak. I use money to hire a butler, NPC. I give him a magical item that lets him speak bear. An excellent suggestion, Mr. Barrington. We really should ask the group to investigate the Black Marsh. Over the course of the game, be knighted as Sir Barrington. Queen holds a dinner in my honor. A guest becomes the first man to ever make a perception check that can beat my disguise. He shouts out loud. That guy's not a guy, he's just a bear! Man escorted out of the castle while guards apologize profusely for the indignity. We're so sorry, Sir Barrington. We're very sorry for this man's behavior. Shrug. Oh, man. Yeah, see, like, nothing else is going to offer you that. Like, you can't be a bear in real life. No, you'd have to do some serious mods in, like, <laughs> Skyrim or something to play as a bear, I guess. But that it's yeah. true. You're right. It's like, not only is it a world of possibility, like, outside, like, the RPGs that you can play on, like, computer or on a console or whatever, it's literally, like, Pen and paper, you can adapt to whatever. You're just limited by your creativity. And what yeah, kind exactly. of shenanigans your D&D will let you get away with. Or your DM will let you get away with. So, yeah. it's... I do really like that. And I, not to get too into, like, additions and stuff, I've never played 3.5 uh, or Pathfinder or anything no. like that, but I do like the games that have, like, more of a point-by system for skills... Because I much more prefer the idea of, like, I'm I'm the guy that does this. Like, I have maxed out bluff. Why? Because I can't speak English, but everyone's convinced I can. Right. I love that. Hmm, that's interesting. The, the only thing that I have any familiarity with is, well, like, D&D 5th Edition. And that's because we've played it. But we played besides that, I have very time. little knowledge. Yeah, that one time. But we never, like completely played a campaign no um i uh, here's an unpopular opinion 
apparently, and, and for people in the in the D and D scene, I like Fourth Edition. I'm just gonna say it, and it's just because it's really good at combat. So like, I had a friend that wanted to run like a Diablo style D and D game, and I suggested Fourth Edition. But like, there's very few people that would say, "Yeah, go play Fourth Edition." But it's like, if you want to play just combat, if role play is not your like design or like an integral part of it for you, then it's fine for that. Like, every, but people are like, everybody's a wizard. It's like, yeah, but it's very flavorful. Yeah. It, yeah. So it's like, it, it's so instead of just like, you know, in fifth edition, like there's just attacks and there's spells and that's pretty much like it. Like there's one kind of attack yeah. really when it comes down to it. And then it's like, oh, well, we'll just add a couple of extra dice for your hunter's mark or maybe your smiting or whatever. But like spells are spells. Every spell is different. Every spell has its own rules. But, like, in 4th right. edition, the spells were less spelly and more, like, attacks, but the attacks were more spelly. So, like, if you were a fighter, you could be a fighter that specialized in just axes. And you could fuck people's shit up with axes. And, like, an axe fighter was different than a sword fighter, different than, like, I don't know, like a shield specialist. Which I, I really liked. It, like, it let you play, That's like, cool. a kind of niche character. But people were upset because you couldn't abuse magic outside of combat or even use magic outside of combat. It was all, everything was combat oriented. Right. I guess, like, I guess it makes sense, like, the role play is less than, so I guess when they developed the 5th edition, they put more emphasis on role play, which I guess makes more sense for an RPG. Yeah, it's it's a more inclusive thing. It's like, it's, it's like the spells work the same in and out of combat, pretty much. And, like, but there's, like, solid utility spells that are, you know, like, the, you when you're reading it, it's like, this is not really for use in combat. So, yeah, it it's different. Yeah. It's a more balanced system, which is fine. Um, I, I don't really have a... I don't really care. I don't have a super strong preference for anything. Like, if I found a better system or, like... Every system's good for something, you know? So, but I'm not here to, yeah, like, makes sense. critique systems necessarily today because we could spend ages on everything. Yeah, and we might get into it later on in the podcast. Who knows? Episode 50. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there's whole podcasts that are just about, like, comparing D&D editions and stuff. So, like, yeah. Yeah. There was a few things I did want to talk about. Who knows? What's that? Yeah, let's dig dig in. I said, who knows? This podcast podcast could take a hard turn, and we could just start talking about D&D. We just roll dice like every That's week, it. and we're, it's like, all right, I guess we're a podcast about, and like, okay, we're a podcast about firms, okay, specifically llama yep. firms. Oh, in Germany, oh, like, I don't oh know. no, I just, sh- all our just shake it up constantly. Yeah, I like it. So, Tyler, why do you like RPGs though? Why do I like them? Yeah. Uh, I like them because, you know, you can basically play whatever you want. Like you were saying in that green text, I mean, the guy played a bear. That's not something you can do in real life. So any opportunity that you can play something different or be something different is a good time. That's why I like them. Why do you like them? I like that, and, like, I've played a lot of different RPG video games. I mean, right. there's always somebody that's played more. I haven't played... Let's say I grew up playing a lot of RPGs. Yeah. And while some were, I thought were amazing for the time and still are, like, incredible, like, uh, one that comes to mind is Morrowind or right. Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Okay. Like, some of those games, I mean, it's not an exaggeration that they help shape 
who I am because especially Knights of the Old Republic is like a deeply philosophical game and their exploration right. of like what is the force like what does it mean to do good and mm-hmm. like can you put a value on like good actions like things that's like I played when I was a kid and I was like I want to be the good guy but like later on playing like as a teenager it's like this is more nuanced than I thought it was and now like going back as an adult I'm still like fuck like there's a lot to this choice like it's it's you know it's like when a kid like is like when you're going through school and you go from like I hate English class to like man maybe there's actually a point to all this when you like start peeling back the layers yeah. I don't know if you had that experience. I kind of did. Uh, I didn't really have that experience, but I get what you're saying. So, like, as good as these stories are, they're they're made by, like, a team, and they're making a game, whether it's, like, 12 hours long or 40 hours long. Right. There's certain limits. Like, even in Star Wars, you can go to different planets and stuff. It's like, you're still, you're on, you're on tracks. You're on rails to a certain degree. Like, right. to progress the game, you have to do this. Yeah. Whether you do the good or the bad. And like some games like Fable also grew up playing a lot of Fable. I have probably put more hours into Fable than any other game, which is saying a lot because I play a lot of RPGs that are long as hell. <laughs> uh, like Fable especially is a very binary game. It's yeah. like the depth of choice is like, do you want to save the town? Do you want to burn the town to the ground? And it's like, what if I just <laughs> tax them into oblivion? Is that a great choice? Like, you know, like, which, which you can, like, there are, there's no binary in D&D. Like, it's, it's really up to, like, the kind of people who are playing. Like, what DM, what caliber of DM or, like, what cooperation level you can get. Like, there's people that don't like combat. They like role playing. Maybe, like, I don't know. Like, you could play Survivor, the D, like, the, the RPG game. With your yeah, friend, definitely. really. Like, you, you, whatever system you're using, whatever. That's not the point. We're not talking about systems. But it's like, you know, there might not be the survivor play with your friend's game that you can get on Steam or Xbox or something. Right. But, like, if you have, like, a DM and a will and a way, like, you know, like, you can do it. Which yeah, you can I pretty love much that do idea anything that, like, with it's, it, it's freedom. Yeah. And, like... Those times in games, you're like, this is bullshit. Why can't I go around here? There's an arbitrary limitation. Because it was designed by people on time, like with time and a budget and all that. But yeah, like, exactly. And, and like we said in a different episode, like your DM will have the same issue from time to time. But I mean, like, you know, it's like you could come up with a kooky plan and the D&D, and the DM's like, I love this. Give me some time to, to help help you achieve this. And right. I, I love that. Like... And if I make a really good joke when I'm playing an RPG by myself, like, I have to tell people about it later, and then it's not funny because they weren't right. there. <laughs> it loses but the like, effect, for sure. like, if I make sure. a joke at the table, yeah, if I make a joke at the table, everyone gets to laugh, and, like, we're all there. It's a sh- and it's, it's a shared experience. It takes what is, like, a very isolating thing sometimes, and just because people are there doesn't make something better, but, I mean... It's something you can't necessarily get with some RPGs by yourself. So it's nice to have that aspect for if you want that. Right. It's kind of like kind of like a video game, but in person. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a little bit of, what do they call it, like historical anachronism? It's yeah. like, yeah, maybe they didn't use Biggles, Vihanders, and, f- like, muskets in the same period. 
<laughs> and maybe there weren't samurai fighting them at the same time. Yeah, but well, who cares? Hell, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, Put exactly. A dinosaurs in there. Right. Why not take Maybe all the dwarf. cool things from the past and put it all into one time period? That makes sense. And sometimes the fake past, like magic and dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Dinosaurs yeah. are not fake. Wait, what? <laughs> you, that you movie, said all... Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, That's just a movie, man. Yeah, right. That's just a movie, right? There's definitely dinosaurs. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, one of those. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> Earth is the Earth is definitely round. So I know it is, dog. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, though. Here, okay, this is gonna sound stupid, but hear me out. This is my excuse for like uneducated people or people ignorant on certain subjects. Okay. There's things that you can not know and be fine. And I'm not, like, I'm not excusing willful ignorance. That's one thing. Yeah. I ran it. I, so, okay. So, when I was in university, I was I was hanging out with some friends. I'm pretty sure we were actually playing D&D when this happened. Okay. And nice. um, some people came into, like, the shared living area where we were hanging out. And they were talking, and they were talking loud enough that we couldn't help it over here. And, like, they were, like, talking with us a bit. Like, it was, like, kind of like an auxiliary group of friends thing. And I okay. could not help but hear one of the people in that group, she was just like, yeah, no, I swear to God, it wasn't until after high school that I learned about what stars were. And I was like, what? And she what? was just like, yeah, I thought they were just there, like, at the edge of the atmosphere or whatever, just floating up there and not <laughs> giant... Balls of gas, like, trillion miles away. And, like, I was, like, incredulous. Like, no, there's no way you could think that. What the actual fuck? Wow. And then I was like, you know what? Like, the stars really have almost no bearing on this girl's life. Like, <laughs> that is fair. it would not matter for, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's that's... certain things that people can believe, and I'm not going to be like, ha idiot. Like, <laughs> and, and she wasn't like, and I fought it. When they presented me the facts, I fought them. Like, <laughs> she was just, like, baffled. And she's telling the story, I don't know. But uh, I just thought it was so interesting that there's, like, things that, like, you could believe, and you go your whole life really internalizing. And you probably have some. I probably have some. I just haven't encountered oh, the facts to shake my belief. Like, I don't yeah. know. You know maybe what I mean? This, maybe this podcast will do it. We're going to have a fight at some point. That would be fucking nuts. Dude, man, <laughs> university was good for shaking some beliefs. I, I left a changed man. I I like to think better. Maybe not. Definitely. Anyways, RPGs are cool. Yeah. Yeah, because in my, my homebrew world, the stars actually just float on top of the atmosphere. So if you think about it, it's more miraculous that they don't fucking swirl around at all and stay perfectly in place. I mean, they spin. Don't get me wrong. There's that one that's always just straight north, but the rest spin. <laughs> it's wild. The stars oh, control the weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That's so good. <laughs>
I, I gotta say, it, it's the biggest thing about, like, D&D, like, it, it, it really is, like, the non-binary morality, and not, like, I fucking love the alignment chart, you know what I'm talking about, right, like, the lawful and chaotic yeah. and good and evil, I don't oh, love yeah. that, I think that's silly, because, like, like, there's, people have, like, made arguments that Batman is on, basically, like, out of the nine spacemen, spaces on the alignment chart, he's basically everything except for, like, chaotic evil, right. and it's, like, yeah, because, like, there's a, like there's so many other axes that are important. To break things down to a two-axis system is silly. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Because if you think about, like, think about Leonidas is one I like to think about. It's, like, super honorable dude for the most part, right? Right. Also, love slavery. Like, <laughs> and is okay with killing messengers. So it's like, ah, he's really honorable. Except what he's not, huh? Yeah. Or, like... Like, how does that break down? It's like, oh, well, is he just Max Law then because he does good and evil? It's like, well, does that make sense? Because y'all, like, it, it's stupid also in accident because he does some stupid stuff too. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, know. I don't like you. I don't like, like, what? what's the point of putting a box on a character and, like, trying to sort them out that way when we're, yeah. we're trying to break molds and we're trying to explore new thought spheres? Right, especially if you're trying to role play. I mean, like, like you said, just being in that box makes it difficult. Especially if you if you choose that box at the beginning of the game when you're making your character. I mean, you, what if you want to change that? What if it wants to be different? Yeah, do you know in old D and D systems, certain classes and stuff were locked by alignments. You could not really? play a lawful by barbarian, and I think paladins had to be lawful good. So yeah, it's like I like the, I like the freedom of a podcast of a podcast. I like the freedom of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can say whatever we want. Who's gonna tell us to stop? <laughs> and then we'll just start a new Who one with a different name. I've been jacking off for every podcast. And nobody's known. <laughs> we have no shortage of names. We can just keep this going forever. <laughs> That's true. Every time we can. <laughs> Head. Do more, shall take its place. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Welcome back to Mike and Tyler's awesome podcast. Welcome back to I Think I Pod Myself. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, I love that shit too. Like, because the, the excess of freedom is amazing. Uh, I, but. I don't know, but that said, I do enjoy when people like to, like, uh, adhere to, like, a theme or something, or, like, you agree on a thing, like, the, a tone you're going for, because you don't necessarily want to have, like, Pee Wee Herman in the same campaign as Batman. Right. Like, maybe you do. Maybe that would be really <laughs> funny, but, like, what if Batman be... <laughs> does not want giggles? Maybe Batman wants yeah. to play a very serious game. That's true, yeah. Hey, man, I guess that's something that you would... crime lord. You would absolutely have to have that conversation with your party beforehand. <laughs> Can you stop bringing your, your bike on all our missions? It's very, very obvious who you are. You roll up on that little red bike. <laughs> Damn, nothing? Not even a little laugh from my Pee Wee Herman laugh? <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs>
was good. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was great. Speaking of jacking off, Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Cut that. (laughs) Uh, No, leave it in. No, cut it. (laughs) You know I'm going to edit this one anyways. That's true. I was supposed to edit this in the beginning. uh, I've been thinking, though. Sounds good. So yeah, because so I would, what are some I would RPGs keep the joke. Played, Tyler. RPGs yeah, that I've played. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I've played well D and D. Obviously, we talked about that. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I played Skyrim. I played a little bit of Skyrim. Um, mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. like I guess like Fallout would be a, an RPG. I played that a lot. I played. I've played a shitload of Fallout as well. I didn't mention that, but Fallout is like Fallout is yeah, huge Fallout. for me. And I walk away from the mic. I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to repeat everything I said in just a second. <laughs> Fallout was good. That was good stuff. I've also played. Yeah. I've played a lot of Fallout as well. Yeah. Like an absurd amount. When I was like in high school, I used to play Fallout Three, beat it, and then start a new character immediately. I remember that. That was a good time. Every time I'd come to your house, yeah. you were playing a playing a new character. It's weird because they almost all look the same. Like I do yeah. like some weird things. Like this time, I'm just doing a Wolverine run. We're only using the Deathclaw claw, and like, but see, like, look like Logan. But that's the thing with RPGs; it gives you the freedom to do that. You can just restart and go again. That's something completely different. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like if you're playing D and D, you could be like, I want to be a monk, but hear me out. So, actually, that this makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, pretty sure, like, at certain levels, depending on, like, the edition, yada, yada, whatever, who cares? Like, monks tend to be, like, age-resistant and poison-resistant and are considered, like, with their fists can do lots of damage. Dude, if you could play Wolverine as a monk. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, just talk with your DM. Like, yeah, uh, so it's not like I'm getting better and better at using my fists. I have bone claws. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be a great character to play. Oh, dude, I found a reason to play a monk now. <laughs> I've kind of always wanted to play a monk. I don't know why, but like the I drunken, get that. the drunken monk really appeals to me for some reason. I still haven't played it. Maybe next time. Have you ever heard uh, the the who would win argument of who would win? Uh, and it's what is it? It's like who would win Batman. Or Jackie Chan, but he's in the ladder factory and he don't want no trouble. <laughs> I have not heard that. No, my money's it's on a, Jackie it's Chan. It's a good though. thought experiment, really. Because <laughs> I, when I think about monks, I think those are people that must have watched a lot of kung fu movies, and I have not. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a few. Oh man! But like I didn't. Grow I grew up. up I grew up on kung fu movies. Like I, okay. that's all I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> there we go. I, I think I've seen every Jackie of, Chan movie. Uh, were you a fan of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh huh. There we go. Yeah. There we I'm gonna go. play. That's I'm why play you're a monkophile. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play a turtle monk next time we play. Oh, you know what's fun? Ah, uh, fuck off. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm going to play a reskin rabbit folk, and I'll be Master Splinter. 
Just, just to show you. You know what's funny? For all my talk about RPGs and loving freedom and like exploring new worlds and all this shit, which is true. I love this shit. I've expressed one of my favorite pastimes in life is accumulating useless lore about worlds and stuff. Things that I just think are neat. I'm like a fantasy tourist. I, I am a right. fictional tourist. And there's one thing that is pretty consistent whenever I play an RPG, whether it be at a table or uh, in a video game. Typically, I fucking hate magic and all its equivalents. <laughs> which yeah, I don't play. Seems, uh, I don't play much magic either. It it seems so silly to me, cause, like not magic, but like I I find like that's a weird contradiction or something. It's like yeah, like I love this world. It's like what? There's floating islands and everyone they get around by using like big kites and like giant. <laughs> Air airships, oh, that's so cool, and like magic does this, and like there's people that can like summon rain because you you need to have a fake atmosphere because there's not enough ground to have gravity. Oh, that's so cool. Meanwhile, <laughs> do you want to play one of those people that summons rain? Absolutely not. Give me a bow, <laughs> or preferably a big axe. Yep, same. Every I, character that I, I ever play. Every character that I ever play is always the run-in character. Like, fighter, barbarian, paladin. Those are those are my classes. Yeah. Always. I mean, I enjoy that. I really enjoy that. I really like archers, and I really like big, beefy boys. And Yeah, same. Uh, like, I like characters that can do consistent damage and take a lot of damage. Taking a lot of damage is very important to me, too. Um, yeah. But I mean, like I feel one. like that's also kind of like the weird thing with a lot of games where you're balancing like what you want to do at the table versus the limitations of the system. Like, okay, right. let's talk about fallout again. Like when I played fallout, like I didn't often max out my gun skills until I was already pretty far in the game. Because if you're just like a good gamer or whatever, and can line up shots or, you know, God forbid use vats, like you can get by, like you're, right. you'll be fine. Yeah. But like, it be, when you play like a game, it's like no, 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 no. You have to roll for that. It's not based on your skill with your fingers or whatever. It's yeah, exactly. Like, it's a weird thing, you know. Yeah. Like even now, like I'm playing uh, the Outer Worlds, and it's like so. There's gunplay. It's pr it's pretty much a Fallout, but in space. And okay, cool. There's like a slowdown time mechanic and stuff, and there's guns and yada yada. But like, I'm far more likely to put my skills into persuasion or lock picking because that is like a strict barrier to entry. Where it's like, no, you can't do this because you're not persuasive enough. No, yeah. you can't open this because you're not good enough with the lockpicks. Mm -hmm. But it's like, combat? Ah, oh, hell, man, just shoot it more. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I really hate that, though, in games when they tell me that I can't do something. When we were playing a game and, like you said, like lockpicking and stuff, when you get up to that lockpick and they're like, oh, sorry, like you're not leveled enough to do that, that really annoys me. I hate that. Just make the minigame harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, why can't we go back to uh, the fucking lockpicking minigame from Oblivion? Yeah. Sure, like, technically you could break it by being a really, really good gamer. But, like, I'm, that's just, like, a question of a sliding scale. Like, if you just crank up how fucking sensitive it is to, like, necessitate without mm. having a strict barrier to entry. Just, like, yes, technically you can attempt it. You have to be a robot to pass it, though. 
because you know there's a speedrunner out there that's like challenge accepted. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a thought about RPGs too, and this is something that I've been thinking about a little bit lately. Yep. So have you seen memes? You know, you're familiar with memes, right? Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I call so them. Have memes. you ever seen memes uh, about no, like just, RPG players be like? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That so you know, like, you've seen one of those ones, like, RPG players be like, already has yep. 999 health potions, refuses to take one in case he needs it later? Yeah, definitely. So, you have the people that hoard, out of fear of needing it later. You have the people <laughs> that, like, oh, it looks like I might be going the right way, I better bu- double back to make sure I've picked up everything. And you have the people that, like, if you're like me, if there's no respecting in a game, like... Not having respec in a game is fucking ridiculous. Because the game, is, if it's complicated enough, is basically like saying, hey, fuck wit. If you didn't fuck around on our, like, Excel sheet that we didn't make, but some glorious bastard on our forum put out so that you people could plan your characters properly, if you didn't use that, you're a fuckwit. You even think about <laughs> touching that difficulty slider, you're fucked. I'm going to come to your house and... Slam your cupboards. But, uh... So, like... You you have these people that are paralyzed by indecision. And, like, they're agonizing, like... You know, you, you start Googling, like... If I fuck up this conversation, what happens down the road? How do I <laughs> fuck the hottest chick in this RPG? What buttons do I press in water order? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I need to start the game over. I've missed out on legendary equipment because I forgot to slap the barmaid in the first tavern. Like, do you know what that is? That is anxiety. We are creating... Oh, yeah. The gaming industry I'm... has created a generation <laughs> of anxiety-riddled gamers. Like, those symptoms, I'm guilty that's of anxiety. that, for sure. Like... That, yeah, that, that is anxiety, and I'm guilty of that 100%. Everything you just said, I've done. Don't get me wrong. I'm... I'm yes, exactly. Yeah, we've all done it. I've done it. And, I like, I'm the guy now, like... I was definitely the person like, oh, a potion of frost resistance. Well, I'm never going to use this, but I'm going to keep it because what if I run into a frost troll later on <laughs> after beating a frost troll? Oh, he has a bunch of ex- really expensive stuff. Uh, I better drop all these potions of frost resistance so I can pick up his more expensive stuff. Like, I was so upset in Cyberpunk when I accidentally trashed some of the legendary gear, iconic, whatever they call it. I think they've since patched it so you like can't do that now. Okay, yeah. You know, fuck me. 140 hours into the fucking game. And oh no help God. for me now. Right? Oh, yeah, the wolf no. school jacket, the wolf school shirt. I, I got over it. I got over it. I'm getting better <laughs> with my RPG anxiety. And I bet there's gamers out there that are like, I do not relate. I pick the things that I like. <laughs> fuck it. And I used to be like, pleb. But now I'm. I think I'm going to lean towards like, I'm okay with playing on story mode. Why? Because I don't feel like... Devoting a couple hours before even picking up the game to make sure I have the optimum class and loadout. Yeah. Because holy fuck, I can't be arsed now. Now, if I get anything, it's like if it's a consumable that's not a health potion, it gets sold immediately. I have no time (laughs) for any bullshit that I need to hang on. Oh, put it in your second quick slot bar so when you're fighting the fire demon, you make sure. That when he procs his big AOE, no, 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 no. Selling it. <laughs> I'm selling it. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll just buy more health yeah. potions. 
Fuck this. Exactly. I'm not exactly. micromanaging that much. No, that's smart. Fuck my ass. Yep. That is smart. Also... I don't know if I can do also, that. Also, games... Yeah, it's hard. You take, take the sell everything pill, Tyler. Take it. It helps. But uh, the other thing about games... Okay, la- semi-last rant right now. Okay, also, I just read an article before we did this podcast uh, because I wanted to see if other people felt that uh, video games, uh, RPGs, equal anxiety. And I found somebody that wrote an article that about how playing Monster Hunter World and watching big problems like T-Rexes on screen getting killed help them deal with their real-world anxiety, and I actually laughed out loud and said, fuck you. <laughs> like, sorry, author. I'm, I'm glad that you found something that helped you. I don't think that you are representative of many people, because ho- holy fuck. Like, yeah. no. Oh, man, I'm better at dealing with talking to strangers on the bus because I killed a big T-Rex in a video game. Eat shit. I'm on the bus trying to think about, oh, man, if I max out this guy's skill tree, will I be able to, you know, make the princess love me? Oh, fuck. Did I oh, did I miss a missable thing? Oh, damn it. No, I can't max out my Gwent deck. Fuck me. Jennifer's going to be so disappointed. Uh, uh, yeah. So, this has been bubbling saying. for a little bit. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, like, I've let go of some of that anxiety, but not all of it. And there's things right. that are persistent that I hate in games like this. Uh, and Okay, so we can't get into this. This is going to be another episode. We can't get into this. But I have a problem <laughs> with games. All games are starting to drive towards the same kind of genre, and a lot of it involves, like, RPG-ifying games that never used to have RPG elements, which is good in some ways, but bad in others. Like, now, like, you're playing a game, a shooter game, and they assign a DPS to guns. I'm glad you tell me how fast it shoots. I'm glad you tell me how long the reload is and the magazine size. But you can't tell me the DPS of a semi-auto rifle because it assumes you're going to hit with every shot. And we both know I can't do that. (laughs) Fuck off the division. Eat shit. Uh. (laughs) End rank. Oh man, don't don't call out the division like that. I was hoping for a sponsorship. <laughs> oh, Ubisoft, no! <laughs> Ubisoft Tyler will suck your dick. <laughs> he told me. In confidence, yeah. but if we get paid. I mean he'll suck that dick. Yeah. Depends on how much they're gonna pay me, I guess. Yeah, that's true too. You don't get to. You don't have to split it with me either. You're just, you're just gonna fund a certain amount back into the podcast. Hey, Mike, I got you this microphone because you sound terrible. I got one for myself too. Don't worry. Don't worry about how I got it. It's none of your concern. Tyler, do you want to? You want a green text? A D and D flavored green text? Oh yeah, hit me with a green text. All right, we have a picture of a very upset looking Dennis from. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Good show. Party is full of metagaming assholes. They encounter an optional charismatic wall in a dungeon at, like, level 6, with hints that there was something really good behind it. After the 10-minute smoke break, one of the players is suddenly hit by inspiration on how to break every single colored wall as it comes up. Party gets a free wish spell as their reward. 
I intended them to return here, level 15 or later. They immediately use the wish. I wish the big bad guy was dead. <laughs> they get thrown forward in time 100 years. Big bad guy has achieved complete domination over everything because the hero suddenly disappeared while he was gathering power. They return to the same place but arrive at the exact second the big bad guy dies from old age. No one wanted to keep playing. I wanted to disband that group for months anyways. That's, uh, to me, that's very much a you made your bed, now sleep in it moment. Oh, absolutely. They, they go they out made for a mistake. smoke break, <laughs> cheat, and then come back. <laughs> yeah, fuck that, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, the DM did a good job just being like, yeah, no, like, this is your fault. Screw you. Skedaddle, skadoodle, your dick is a noodle. Just, uh... <laughs> That. <laughs> yeah, like it's like the, just like okay, you cheated to get my wish spell. Good job. I'll monkey's paw your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. Hey Tyler. Yeah. Hey, when you're when you're playing an RPG, I mean, we've already covered yep. this. We both like big fight boys. We like fighters, mm-hmm. barbarians, and stuff. I also like rogues and uh, rangers to a certain degree, but I'm far. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of the cannot will not die kind of class. Okay. Um, but so we we've talked about our classes and everything that we enjoy. What right. kind of races you enjoy, or species, or whatever, or folk that they call in different games? Um, honestly, I think I really like uh, the Genasi. That's what I played last time. I'm a big fan of them. All of them. They all seem pretty cool. Um, I also really like Goliaths. And half-elves are pretty cool. What about you? What would you pick? Yeah, I mean, I definitely had a big phase where I really enjoyed, like, big boys. Like, Goliaths. It's like, I do really like Goliaths. But uh, I don't love their stats in every edition. Uh, No? I really like half-orcs. But the problem with half orcs is uh, just because a lot of times in different games, orcs become like a stand-in for colored folk. And uh, oh. yeah, well, did you see the that like Netflix thing, Bright? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they made orcs black people, right? Like. Oh uh, yeah. So it, okay. It gets kind of like I'm a little uncomfy with that, where yeah. like I, because I I. It's I like weird. D&D I really put that together. certain shitty things about the real world behind. Right. Um, so, like, if, if, like... I mean, that's the other problem with a lot of RPGs, is, like, inherently evil races. It's, like, it's one thing that's, like, this nation's been at war with this nation for a long time. That's fair. And that nation has to be happens to be orcs. Okay, I guess. But, like... Yeah. To be, like, orcs are born with evil in their heart. Also, we're going to make some kind of, like, like racial allegory here. It's like, well, you shouldn't do that because then you're saying there's an allegory to certain people being born with evil in their heart, huh? <laughs> like, it's not as big and, like, D&D's not terrible for it. But, like, and, and I understand, don't get me wrong, there needs to be a bad guy in a lot of RPGs. Like, I right. get it. You need something that, like, it's like, it's okay to kill this because in real life we don't solve every problem with violence. 
Like, yeah, there needs true. to be violence in this game because people enjoy combat, typically. To, I, again, general terms and everything. So it's like, yeah. I understand, like, yeah, there needs to be, like, a bad guy. But, like, it's nicer when the bad guy is less, like, people of, of this race <laughs> are bad. It's better to shy away from that a bit. Yeah. But I love half-orcs. I think half-orcs are really cool as, like, a, a thing. Especially where, yes. like... And I know it's not... I know I was just talking about the racial thing, but it's like it's like the Métis people of... Like, you see in parts of Canada, like Manitoba or, like, Labrador. Like, they are, like, from two, like, historically separate groups. And yeah. they are not entirely welcomed by either group in some cases. So they have their own culture that is built up over time. And I like that for, like, half-orcs where it's like they occupy like a fringe space. They're like, they're an outsider character. So it's not like, oh, they have poor charisma or whatever because they're, you know, like, oh, they're part orc. So we hate them a little bit. It's kind of like they're just natural outsiders. Right. They just don't enjoy talking to other people. Yeah. And so their, their stats are pretty good for like playing the big beefy boy, right? Oh, yeah, because they have the can't die, won't die, like, once a day thing, which is pretty right. fucking great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I also, like, at not, not not just, like, player characters, I love gnolls. Like, you know this. I think gnolls are amazing. They feel yeah. like such an interesting thing in, like, a, in the Monster Manual that's full of things that enjoy killing things and are, like, evil, ha, ha, ha. Like, gnolls are, like, they are some of the most savage and ruthless creatures. They worship, like, a bloodthirsty god, and, like, some of them are so fucked that they come back from the dead as, like, wither gnolls or whatever. And, oh, that's cool. Like, I love hyenas. Hyenas are one of my favorite animals. And this, like, personification of, like, a bloodthirsty predator, like, like bl- literally bloodthirsty, like, driven by, like a need to consume blood and, like, to, like, destroy, hunt for sport, other things. It's, like, that's pretty cool, man. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, I, and aesthetically, I think they're awesome. Yeah. I imagine they sound really cool to speak to. Like, just the idea that they cackle a lot and, like, I don't know, probably have yeah, I feel like yips they're, or barks. They're terrifying. Yeah. When they talk, I would imagine their voice is real scratchy. Yeah, scratchy or like... They definitely don't sound like the hyenas from Lion King. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't mention, You don't think your gnolls sound like Whoopi? Oh, man. Oh, if we ran like a big podcast for D&D, I'd, I'd pay Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> to voice like the matron of a, a hyena clan if we could oh, get away from so that. Oh, that would be so good. That'd be so hey, good. Whippy. Not whippy. Hey, whippets. <laughs> hey, whip. Hey, whoopy. Hey, I know the view is probably going great and all, and you don't need you you don't need Ubisoft dick money, but <laughs> can you voice a, a, a hyena person for my D and D game? Because it would be really fucking funny. I'm not uh, saying it'd be good for your career. We won't use your name. Don't worry. <laughs> But it'd be really fucking fun. That'd be great. So that's the life goal, right? 
You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll get the whole cast of Hollywood Squares to voice different <laughs> enemies <laughs> in our D podcast. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> is the lich. <laughs> Foolish oh, mortals. <laughs> That's oh, great. That'd be so good. <laughs> that would be so well, good. Oh, he's also in Disney movies. Now that I think about it, he was Iago. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Oh fuck. What do you think what do you think Jafar's doing these days? <laughs> I can't I cannot be erst to look up who Jafar is. I'm just trying to picture Jafar what he's doing now. And I feel like he's living a life. Not unlike Niles from the hit series Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> that seems That's what pretty I'm picturing good. for Jafar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a gross burp. <laughs> All I can hear that. All I can hear is Gilbert Gottfried now. <laughs> was it a terrible impression or did you like no? Uh no, it was good, yeah. I knew right away. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You've bested me this time, but you haven't destroyed my phylactery. <laughs> I cast Finger of Death. <laughs> oh my god. So good. So good. <laughs> Fireball! I really want this now. Now I'm going to be sad that I can't have it. <laughs> Mr. Godfrey, hello. I know you enjoy being on Mail the View. However. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a tangent. Oh, yeah, we did. That was good. All right. Why don't we jump into our, uh, our good old fashion area generator that's a good idea but i was thinking because we were going to do a warhammer bit maybe we should do fantasy warhammer bit instead because we're doing the rpg oh, yeah. episode i'm go. kidding i don't know shit about that <laughs> to the country generator. that would have been that would have been so good oh man we should have bought those starter sets and had a game um, right now <laughs> um in the fantasy warhammer uh Apparently the elves have Scottish accents, and so do the dwarves, if I'm to believe Vermintide. Nice. <laughs> and no one's sure if the humans are German or English or French or some mix of them. Okay. I mean, it's called Bretonia, I think, or like one of the countries, Bre- Bretonia, but they, they they really mix the he- heraldry from all these different regions. I mean, who's to say? Yeah, that's cool. And that's your Warhammer tidbit for the There day. we go. Perfect. Warhammer talk with Mike. Uh, hammer chat with Mike. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. Hammer chat. I like it. <laughs> and occasionally Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> All right. So far, uh, I've stalled enough. It's time right. I open the podcast generator thing. All right. I got the dice roller open up right now. Are you using DX? I don't know what I'm using. Oh, yeah, you DX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry Remember about it. Remember how I yelled at you last time? <laughs> yeah, that was I'm good. I'm pretty was sure every time. time I yell at you, you get another fan. 
We'll we'll draw a graph later. But the yeah. more I call you a clod or say mean things about you, the more fans flock to your end. I'm sure. Yep, I like it. So you know the drill. There's the uh, the government feat, the type of government, political factor, geological features, geological factors, social landscape, uh-huh. and social factors. Okay. So can you roll me one d fourteen? I got a thirteen. Uh, and how about a d eight? I got a one. How about three d fourteens? The first one was 11, the second one is a 6, and the third one is a 5. This is really cool and I hate it. Alright, 1d9. Okay, I got a 6. I'm already making ideas. Alright, give me um, 2d11. I got a 6 and a 3. That's weird. I shouldn't have had this option. That's weird. Oh, good. Weird is good. Alright, and 1d10. 1d10. Uh, 5. This is real. This is a really weird place, man. <laughs> man. Okay, get ready for this one. All right. Okay. So we have, for the type of government, we have feudalism. Okay. What's that? You're gonna make like I can explain it, and it's gonna sound really stupid if I explain it. So I'm gonna have to Google it, so I don't make a mistake and everyone thinks I'm stupid on the internet again. Okay. Well, we can just edit the fact that you had to read it and look it up. We'll edit that out. Well, I'm glad you asked, Tyler. It's the dominant social system in medieval Europe in which nobility <laughs> held lands from the crown in exchange for... Yeah, okay, I know this. Okay, yeah, basically, so, like, the crown owns everything, right? Okay, And And yep. uh, they give that land to their aristocracy. And the aristocracy, like basically like either like rents or allows the use of the land to like the peasantry and the peasantry in turn like are allowed to work the land and so they give like so if they're like farming or whatever they give like a portion of that is basically taxes to um the aristocracy and in turn like the aristocracy so the aristocracy live off of the work of the people working the land and so they like collect like their tithe from the people working the land and they also get to draw their soldiers from people working the land so like the aristocracy like are going to be your knights but like your your peasants with the pikes and stuff come from the land and i swear to god if you try to correct me i'm gonna fucking flip that chair <laughs> i don't fucking care this is a D podcast <laughs> You're not even supposed to be here. I'm recording. <laughs> oh, don't be sad. I'm sorry. Oh, give me a smooch. Give me a smooch. Don't kiss him. Don't do it. Tyler says don't kiss him. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not really that wrong, though. I mean. No. You're just missing a chunk of it. What's the chunk? Tell me the chunk. <laughs> so, it's meant to be like a three caste kind of system. Those who fight, those who pray, and those who uh, work. And we'll get to that. Everybody does their role, and you're not meant to leave your system. Well, no shit. Sorry. All right. <laughs> yeah. So this is a okay. Cut. Uh, <laughs>
<laughs> so like this is like this is like a very defined like social cast like you you don't you, like the best farmer doesn't eventually become like part of the aristocracy like right this is like you're born into your role you'll die in your role unless you fuck up hard enough to like drop down a peg um so this this feudal uh world uh so it's a it's a colony or a vast state so they're still answering to somebody else on like another either maybe on the same continent or somewhere else but they they are beholden to someone else that's okay. interesting it's because like at first when we got this far i'm like oh shit this is quebec like <laughs> that's literally how quebec started <laughs> except they call it the senioral system because senor you know senor not like spanish but like it means like kind of lord liege kind of thing like right Quebec ran on the, uh, its own kind of weird, not feudal system in early colonial days. And I'm a big okay. fucking history nerd. Anyways, so <laughs> here's where it gets weird. We got, we got, um, we got volcanoes again. Oh, nice. <laughs> we got volcanoes. But here's where it gets really cool. We also got craters and jungle. Oh, and shit. So, so I'm picturing like... On the surface, this is a blighted, hellish landscape. Have you been to Hawaii? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I'm... Okay, I just realized I sound like a dick. I have. <laughs> and... Like, I was in Hawaii, like, near volcanoes, and it's like... It's like being in, like, a fucking sloped parking lot sometimes. Like, with just black obsidian just, like, stretch around and sharp and jagged, and there's, like, lava and shit but that like there's really cool. tiny patches <laughs> i wish i had been there <laughs> uh, like there's these tiny patches where like a fucking tiny little like like not even grass like this little i don't like this little sprout of a plant is like growing out of like a crack in the obsidian where like a seed managed to get lodged except i'm picturing this on a much bigger scale so like there's these fissures i don't know like there's like this place has earthquakes and, like, volcanoes come up, but, like, these earthquakes make, like, little fissures in the ground, and in that collects, like, rainwater and stuff that's falling in this area. And so that, like, all the, the seeds that blow in on the wind and stuff, they get stuck in these little fissures, and they make, like, these little microclimates, like a jungle, just, like... Oh, shit. Just thick with vegetation. It's so fucking humid, because it's so hot, because there's fucking right. volcanoes, like, next door. And this it's place collecting all cool. this water, and like, yeah, fuck. And there's like a jagged black coast with like little seaweed forests that come up onto black sand beaches. And then when you get up on top of these massive black jagged cliffs, it's like sloped to like the nearest volcano. But there's all these cracks filled with like just lush vegetation. Not many animals, I take it. Oh man, maybe this is one of those places where like sentient. Uh, sentient plant life develops. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. That'd be so... There's fucking plant people, dog. That's cool. Um, this place is crazy. I, I say this because the other feature was very resource rich. So I'm thinking like okay. the craziest shit grows in these holes. Because yeah. there's no animals. 
We, we've said that. There's no animals, pretty much. Or, like, mm-hmm. very small things, like squirrels and toucans and stuff. Yeah. I, the, you know what? I've come to think of it. I don't think squirrels live in the jungle. I think I, don't I think might so. take that back. Sugar gliders. <laughs> like a squirrel, but fancier. There you go. Fancy squirrel. And fancy squirrels. Fruit bats. Uh, like, things with flight that flew because this island's new because it was from a fucking volcano. Um, all right. So do you want to know who lives there? I do. I regret setting this up this way, but I did. And I think I might need to rework it. Because we got half-elves and dwarves, and I'm wondering, how are there just half-elves and no elves? (laughs) So it's like, half-elves and elves and humans can breed, right? Yeah, but neither are compatible with dwarves, apparently. (laughs) So now we just have half-elves and dwarves. Good. Okay, so so uh, I want I want you to chime in. I'm giving you I'm giving you t- time to chime in because I keep talking. No, it's good. It's good because I mean, so far this place sounds amazing, and I definitely don't want to live there, but I'd like to visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. <laughs> so just like the last time, the dwarves because there's volcanoes. That's the dwarves' responsibility. Yeah. So maybe there's like these fissures and stuff. <laughs> but the dwarves, we just, like... We should start a new race called the Volcanic Dwarves. Because it seems oh, like that's where they dwarves. live. That's oh, where they I live all the that. time. <laughs> oh, can we... Oh, Tyler. We, <laughs> we need can to make... do the... We need to do the TM. Facebook game. <laughs> Volcano TM, Dwarves TM. 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 <laughs> but Volcano Dwarves, we need to do the Facebook game. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Volcano dwarves. We do. I, I, they're so different but similar. I don't know where to go. Uh, oh, we just call them rock gnomes. <laughs> rock That's gnomes, there you go. Fuck. That's a thing, though. That's a different thing. That's Snifterbildian. They live in the Underdark. I actually don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Snifterbildian or something. Uh, what about um, uh, the Magma Men? Fuck it. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> We've canceled the Facebook game. We've been best... It's, it was way too hard. <laughs> okay, so the dwarves... The dwarves, they, like, make... They make the, uh... The like little magma crevices livable. Like they dig out enough, yep. So that like people can live down there. And the half elves, which again are just because the humans and elves can breed, but nobody can breed with dwarves because they're just <laughs> too hardy of a stock. Um, so they, uh, so that now there's half elves and they're like the gardeners. They like talk to the plants and they like. You know, they find the useful shit amongst that, and they, like, they cultivate their gardens. Mm-hmm. And the dwarves, like, help, like, make, like, compost and soil and dig out, like, the, the useful areas and, like... Okay, that works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the last thing, possibly the hardest... Well, okay. They're Puritans. is our social factor. <laughs> So, um, right. 
So for anybody who doesn't know what a Puritan is, you should explain that. Uh, you know the guy in the Quaker's Oats box? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'll fucking look it up. The Puritans are a member of a group of English Protestants in the late 16th and 17th century who regarded the reformation of the Church of England under Elizabeth as incomplete and sought to simply sought, thought, sought to simplify and regulate their forms of worship. That's not exactly what I mean. I mean the more general form of Puritan, like right, so like a person. very, very like you know, like they don't smoke or drink right. or like blaspheme. Yeah. So, okay. Sen censorous Maybe. moral beliefs, especially about pleasure and sex. Oh, thank you. I forgot that you knew the definition as well. Yeah, exactly. Fooled me. <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking part of it is like, so they live in like a very precarious. Yeah, it's a weird area. place. Because like, you know, like the seeds fall into the cracks in the ground. Right. But I mean, so does lava, huh? Yeah. Like... So those seeds need so to be very like, strong. Oh, man. So, like, maybe, like, be, they have to live in, like, serious balance with nature. Like, they yeah. cannot outstrip their area of resources because, like, they do not have a lot of real estate to make more. No. And they, got, they got lava jungles now. And, like, so maybe, like, every once in a while, like, a village gets consumed with lava in the middle of the night. <laughs> and, like, it's the belief that, like, they had it coming. Those yeah, sinners. Someone, someone had sex, and now they get eaten by the lava. Someone had sex, <laughs> and they opened their eyes. And, and now all the village burned up, didn't it? Yep, they, they tried to spread their seed, and the only seeds that spread here are the tree seeds. Everybody knows we just we jack off into the other holes and hope for the best. <laughs> I don't like this place as much as the other place, Tyler. This place <laughs> no. is a bad place. No, this place is scary. Welcome out, Tyler. Would you like to try a lava pie? If you don't, the fire god will kill us. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the, dwar the dwarves aren't even trying to make the place livable. They're just not really good at climbing the cliffs. So they're stuck in these holes with these fucking crazy hippies <laughs> they're just like i gotta dig out i gotta get out oh man <laughs> oh shit they can't forge anything either because you'd need like to burn coal and stuff yeah and that's not good for the trees no so they're stuck they have like stone pickaxes and i don't think yep. it works like it does in minecraft no nope. this place is gonna burn itself out very quickly i like this game this is a good this is a good table i like this Thank you. We can expand on it over time, too. I mean, I threw it together in, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, you did a great job for 15 minutes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Big fan. Oh, man. How long have we been at this? All right, it's been, then, like, an hour 20, and we're probably going to have to cut that whole thing with the dream. We're probably going to have to cut all the yelling at the <laughs> We're also going to have to censor <laughs> me just saying that. Um, uh, I just love making work, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's all right. You want to you close out with a green text? 
Yeah, let's close it out with the green text. Okay. That's it. We're, we're good to close out. Anything you want to cover still? Uh, no, I think we, we pretty much covered all of everything. It was a good... Uh, I mean, we can come back to RPGs later, too. Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely going to be more RPGs come out. And we're definitely going to play more. Crater Town. Oh, we need to name our place, too. Oh, All right. Shit. Oh, no. We need to do that. Uh, uh, I like Fire Jungle. Seems pretty good. Fire Jungle. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you just call it Firebush, then? Firebush. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Fire in the Hole. See, this uh, is the Facebook about, game. Um, <laughs> how about uh, I got? I, I'm working on something. Something's percolating. Uh, uh, how about uh, magma Mormons? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. people know that I actually like Mormons. <laughs> I mean, Mormons uh, don't drink or smoke or anything either. I just thought they no, were an example of a strong... They would, be, they would definitely be considered a Puritan. Yeah. <laughs> so magma Mormons. Uh, so good. <laughs> okay. okay, we'll hide that behind the uh, outro music. Yeah. Alright, your uh, house might burn down by... Uh, volcano now because that was on pure oh no my god i live at the top of the hill oh <laughs> shit it's actually a volcano <laughs> all right uh, this last one is anon's party encounters a child all right <laughs> be me lawful evil warlock rest of my party <laughs> Neutral, good. Do my best to behave. Party's starting to trust me more. Last session. In a mine. Full of undead. Ghouls are taking the appearance of the miners. We're pretty deep now. We hear a muffled cry in another room. We find a kid crying under a mine cart. The mine employed some kids because cheap labor. The child's in bad shape. Starved, hurt, dying from the undead plague. DM says he's beyond our healing abilities. The bard and cleric spend some time and resources trying to help him. I take the bard aside. I explain there's nothing to be done except make his suffering end. The bard is disgusted, but he sees the truth. The bard goes away. He doesn't want to see the deed. The, the cleric takes some time to convince. He wants to learn how to cure the plague. Finally reach him by telling him his plan will hurt the kid. I lie to the cleric, telling him we'll get the kid on the way out. The barbarian's being a bro. He takes the cleric away. <laughs> the monk gives me a nod and looks away. It's time. I hug the kid. I sing him a lullaby parties holding back their tears. I humanely plunge my dagger into the kid's heart, killing him instantly. Silence. And I turn to the DM. I get that sweet nine temporary hit points as I reap the soul from my fiend patron. The players went from tears to an uproar in less than a second. 
Finn. <laughs> Gotta love that temp HP, bro. There could have been a fight later that day. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call it really when s- the party leaves a town full of villagers? Uh, I don't know. What do you call it? Unfarmed XP. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, great. everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Argle Burgle. I'm Mike. Yeah, I'm Tyler. All right. Special thanks to Sabon for the use of their song, Youth Don't, found on the Free Music Archive. Nice. Found on the Free Music Archive. Perfect. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, thanks, thanks for Argling by. There you go. <laughs>